Hi, this is Douglas Boyd with the Inspire Preaching Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something that is so desperately needed in the church world today and not often talked about, and that is the gift of edification. I know it doesn't sound that exciting, but it really is, and I hope you stay tuned because, as I said before, the church desperately needs this gift. Stay tuned. It's going to be an awesome message. But then we remember the voice of truth, God's promises on my life, God's promises on your life, that I'm a child of God, a son of the king, the king of the world, who will forever reign. I was created in love, by love, and for love. He has an amazing plan for my life. Those voices of truth would say, I'm here for a reason. I might not be enough, but I'm more than conquerors through him that loved me. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got a very exciting message for you, something that the church world so desperately needs. Stay tuned for it. Thank you so much for joining us, and we want you to know that you are a blessing to us. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please consider subscribing. And then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. Let's jump into it today. We're going to talk about the gift of edification. All right. Are you digging this jam? I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, let's jump into it right now talking about a very important subject again this is something that the church is so desperate for the gift of edification acts chapter 18 verse 23 let's read it and after he had spent some time in antioch paul set out from there and he traveled from place to place through the region of galatia and phrygia strengthening all the disciples. I want you to listen to those last four words, strengthening all the disciples. I want to talk to you today about this subject, the gift of edification. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we praise you today. We worship you. We adore you. We ask you to give us ears to hear your word today and a heart to receive it. Lord God, this is so important. God, let this message today change every one of us, including me. I need it as much as anyone does. I pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. In our text today, the Apostle Paul is traveling around, and he's preaching. He's teaching everywhere, and everywhere that he gets the chance, he steps in, 
and he preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ despite the beatings that he took, being beaten with rods, being whipped repeatedly, being tormented, persecuted everywhere he went. Paul kept putting one foot in front of the other and preaching the gospel. But it says something here that is really astounding and it just gets my attention and it it, it fills me with joy and it touches my heart. It says, Paul went everywhere strengthening the believers. The word I believe in the King James is disciples, but the word doesn't refer to the original 12. Here it means believers, anyone that is in Christ, anyone that is following Christ, being a believer in Christ, a disciple in Christ. When the Bible says here that he strengthened them, it's akin to edification. Strengthened here in the original Greek means to support, to reaffirm, to strengthen, to further support, to reestablish, to help. So when you are strengthening someone, you are edifying them. The word edify means to build up, to strengthen, to charge like a battery, to hold up, to help. What an incredible thing to say about someone. Paul went everywhere strengthening the believers. If the Lord doesn't return, we will all go by the way of the grave and we will leave a legacy. Will that legacy be, hey man, that guy was crazy. Will our legacy be, well, he was a good worker. She was a good cook. He, she gave a lot of money to the poor. They were nice people. He was kind to animals and you should be kind to animals. But oh, what a legacy to leave. When people think about you someday and they say, yes, everywhere he went, everywhere she went, they strengthened believers around them. What a testimony to leave for yourself. What a testimony to have that when people look at our life, they would say, everywhere that person went, they strengthened others, they edified others, they lifted up others. If there was ever a time that the church world needed to edify one another, it is right now. We need to strengthen one another. We need to edify one another. We need to build each other up instead of criticizing each other and tearing each other down. We need to edify one another. We need to strengthen one another. Part of the word and strengthen in this original Greek means to reestablish. Why would a Christian, a believer, a disciple in Christ need to be reestablished? Well, it's because the world drags us down at times. We fight battles over and over and over and we get weary. We get tired. We get to a point where we just sometimes don't want to go on. And it's easy to get to a place where we want to give up. That's why we do this podcast, to get you to a place where you won't give up. But sometimes we get to that place and we want to give up. We want to throw in the towel. And it's in those times that we must edify one another. It is in those times that it's important for believers to come to each other's aid, to rescue each other. Now listen, you never know what one kind word will do. You never know what a hug or an I love you will do to someone. You could be saving someone from suicide, from giving up, from making a huge mistake. You or I never know the darkness that someone might be in, the pain that someone is feeling, the heartache that they might be having to endure 
edify them, strengthen them. Be that rock in their life, that rock of comfort, that life of peace, that life of joy, that life of love and support. Be that in their life, the gift of edification. Right now, look at your hands. Look at your hands. Hold them up. Look at them. Be God's hands of healing to someone. Be God's hands of strength to someone. Be God's hands of edification to someone. Let me explain something to you. We all have different gifts and different callings in ministry, but this is a ministry that we have all been called to. I'm a little bit hoarse today. I preached really hard and I sang all the songs, so you'll have to forgive my voice. The gift of edification is a ministry that we are all called to share in. Now, I want to give you a man in the Bible who is one of the greatest gifts of edification of anyone. His name was Barnabas. When Paul got saved, you know his story. He was persecuting the church. He was throwing Christians in prison. He was standing there when Stephen was stoned and he approved of it. He was an enemy of the church, but God saved him. We used to sing a song years ago that said, I went there to fight, but oh, that night, something got a hold of me. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost and fire. Paul went there to fight to Damascus. He went there to fight, but oh, that night, <laughs> something got a hold of Saul. Acts 9, Acts chapter 9, verse 26 and verse 27 says, when Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were afraid of him. They did not believe that he had truly become a believer. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus and how the Lord had spoken to Saul. He also told them that Saul had preached boldly in the name of Jesus in Damascus. What happened there? Barnabas edified Paul's life. Barnabas saw the grace of God in Paul's life, and he rejoiced at it. And if it were not for Barnabas, the church may not have ever accepted Paul. But thank God, Barnabas was an encourager. Barnabas was someone who believed in edifying those around him. Barnabas believed in strengthening others, and that's what he did with Paul's life. Then later on, a revival broke out in Antioch. People were being healed. They were being saved. They were being delivered. And it says this in Acts chapter 11, verse 21 through 24. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he had came and seen the grace of God, he was glad, and he encouraged them that in all purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. Then it says this about Barnabas, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. Barnabas goes there. Barnabas, a Jewish man, saw the grace of God moving among the Gentiles, and he rejoiced in it. He saw the grace of God touching their lives, and it moved him. And what did he do? Barnabas ministered to them. He reached out to them. He encouraged them. He edified them. He strengthened them to cleave to the Lord Jesus Christ with all of their hearts. He edified. He lifted up. He built up these new believers in the church. And the church was strengthened because of Barnabas. 
But I love what verse 24 says about Barnabas, for he was a good man. We talked about legacies. How would you like this to be your legacy when you're gone? For he was a good man. She was a good woman, full of the Holy Ghost and of faith. What a saying about such an incredible individual. And this saying can be the legacy for our lives if we will give our hearts wholly to the Lord. What a legacy. We should strive to be more like Barnabas. The gift of edification was what Barnabas had. No, Barnabas didn't go off and start a bunch of churches. Barnabas didn't lay his hands on people. It doesn't say that he did. And see them healed and miracles be wrought by his hands. The Bible doesn't say that Barnabas prayed over dead people and they came back to life. None of those things. But what it does say about him is incredible. He edified, he strengthened every single person around him. He lived to lift others up, and we can all do this. Romans chapter 14, verse 19 says, Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11 says, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. The King James Bible says, and edify each other. In Acts chapter 15, I want to jump into something here. An incredible story. Acts chapter 15, Paul, Silas, Barnabas, and John Mark were going on a missionary journey. But there was a problem. Before this, Paul and John Mark had went on a missionary journey. And for some reason, John Mark gave up and he went back home. We don't know why. We don't know what was going on in his life. But Paul took this personally. And Paul and Barnabas got into a heated disagreement because Barnabas wanted John Mark to accompany them. Barnabas saw something good in John Mark. Barnabas saw something awesome in him. He knew that John Mark was called into the ministry. Barnabas saw something in John Mark. He knew that there was a preacher down on the inside. He knew that there was a soul winner down in him. He could just see it, and he believed in John Mark. And he encouraged John Mark to keep walking with God. So Paul and Silas went one way. Barnabas and John Mark went the other way. But that's not the end of the story. Oh no, my friends, not by a long shot. Near the end of Paul's life, he was in a Roman prison cell and he requested a few things to be brought to him. These are some of the last recorded words of the Apostle Paul. 2 Timothy 4, starting in verse 6. As for me... My life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. The King James says, I have kept the faith. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Verse 9, he said, Timothy, please come as soon as you can. Verse 10, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present life, having loved this present world. Demas was a, a convert of Paul's, and Demas turned his back on Paul and walked away from the ministry. And then verse 11, Paul said this, only Luke is with me. You, it it just, just tugs on my heart reading this. One of the last things that he said, he said, only Luke is with me. Now listen, then Paul said, Bring Mark with you when you come, for he will be helpful to me in the ministry. 
Verse 13, when you come, be sure to bring the coat that I left at Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books and especially my papers. At the end of Paul's life, he said, bring Mark with you. I need him in the ministry. One of the last things Paul is recorded is saying, bring Mark with you. He is helpful for the ministry because Barnabas believed in John Mark eventually so did paul and paul realized that john mark was a minister of the gospel and that the church needed him but that's not the end of the story he is often called in the in the bible john mark he is often referred to by ignorant theologians as simply the man who gave up on paul's missionary journey but you and i know him as mark the writer of the second gospel Without Barnabas and the gift of edification, we might not have the gospel of Mark. Without Barnabas and the gift of edification, the world may not know the Apostle Paul. When Mark gave up, Barnabas didn't give up on him. When Saul was not trusted by the church and they were afraid of him when he had become Paul, Barnabas brought him into the church. When Mark felt like a failure, Barnabas edified him when mark felt embarrassment and shame for what he had done barnabas strengthened him in christ to keep moving forward we must edify and strengthen each other romans chapter 12 verse 10 says be devoted to one another in love honor one another above yourselves philippians 2 verse 3 says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourselves that's the life of edifying others make it your mission this week to find someone to edify someone to strengthen someone to encourage make it your mission every single day whether in person or on social media to edify somebody. Maybe edify more than one person. Maybe edify five or 10 people a day. Reach out to them, touch their life, edify them, build them up, strengthen their walk with Jesus Christ and watch what God does in their life and watch what God will do in your life. The gift of edification, the gift of edification, strengthening one another in Jesus Christ. The church is so desperate for this beautiful, touching gift. Will you let it be part of your life today? Will you strengthen and lift up others? Let someone know today that you love them. Let them know that you're there for them. Strengthen someone's walk with Jesus Christ today. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Douglas Boyd. This is the Inspire Preaching Podcast. Let's pray today. Heavenly Father, I just ask you to touch every single person listening to this. Encourage them, strengthen them. Lord, edify them today in you. Help us go forward, Lord, to edify and to strengthen and to build up other people's lives. Strengthen us, Lord, to do the work of the ministry. And I'll be careful to give you all of the praise for it, all of the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe to it and then invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. Until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you.